You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Enjoy the show. Hello, Joe. Hello, Matt. How are you? <laughs> you sound so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello, Matt Dick. <laughs> I'm not disappointed with you. I'm disappointed with the subject matter. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, so there's two podcasts so far that I did that I didn't <laughs> do notes for. And the first one was the Batman because, well, I saw it in a theater, so I'm not going to take notes. But I didn't take notes when I went home either because I was just like, I'm going to know what I want to talk about with this. Um, sure. And the second one was this. And it was because I was like, ah, did I already fucking announce I was going to make this? Because I could stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, if possible. And I was like, yeah, I did. I was like, fuck. But I was just like, all right, well, I just let the movie happen to me. And yeah. That's pretty much it. So the movie we're talking about is, you know the right pronunciation? Because I was going to call it Uma. Yeah. Uh, apparently it is Uma. Uma. Ama. Yeah, Ama. Like, you're saying um, but it's not just like Ama, it's like Ama. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the basic plot of the movie is, you know, we get some mysterious backstory, you know, that something's going on, uh, you know, there's some kind of torture or something, and then we hear a baby crying, and basically we see it's a mother and daughter that live together on this farm. They're beekeepers. And it's about their relationship and how it evolves. And uh, they live on this farm without electricity or technology, and they sell their their honey. And then the horror element arrives when the estranged uncle comes and drops off the remains of the main character's mother, which literally is dropping off the horror element of the movie. And uh, the mother starts to haunt the family, and hilarity ensues. Um, when did you watch this? What, when or where? No, when. Oh, I watched it like a few days ago. I think it was like a random Tuesday. It's like a Korean horror film, but I use the term horror loosely, obviously, because uh, it's like a horror movie the same way Dr. Pepper's a real doctor. <laughs> it felt like uh, the director, Irishim, was like wanted to make a cultural movie and uh, was pressured into making it a horror movie. Yeah. Like, like she was like, you know, I was thinking it'll have bees in it. And they were like, evil bees? And she said, what? <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. Maybe you could have like a, a farmhouse with like a basement and a lamp. An evil lamp? No, stop. You always do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Beware. This, this lamp carries a terrible curse. <laughs> I'll literally read you meaning the viewers, the text message I sent to Matt, which was me. Um, <laughs> you want to start at 4.15, Matt goes, yeah, perfect. Just talk with a friend to get some cultural insights. Me, Matt, dot, dot, dot. I'm not even planning on talking about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> My initial plan with this was just to talk about something else with you for like an hour, and then at the end, be like, oh yeah, Uma suck, and then just go like, hi guys, if you like what you're hearing, please listen to us. <laughs> Check out the showmates, and I'm off him. <laughs> and that was like, that would be really funny. That would be like the best option, but, you know, I mean. Well, we you know. could talk about anything else, man. I could sum this up in like five minutes. <laughs> I could sum this up in like five minutes. I could kill this one quick. <laughs> 
You know, the thing was, is that it wasn't a bad movie. It was boring. I think that's it's the best so thing. boring. Yeah, oh, my so God. Like, I, I had to, like, pause it and walk away, like, three times. <laughs> like a I fight. was, like, trying to find like stuff to wife. do while the movie was on. I'm, like, doing dishes and shit. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, no, they're speaking Korean again. I got to walk up to the TV and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what's funny is that, like, right now, you know, like, K- Korean culture is, like, has a pretty strong presence in the U.S., like, with, you know, K-pop bands, right, like, getting mainstream oh, yeah. play, um, and obviously, like, Netflix is is a big, uh, you know, culprit, too, because a lot of the bigger shows on there right now are Korean. Even, like, there's a couple other things on other platforms that are big uh, from, like, from Korea, and, you know, obviously, this sort of took advantage of that, I, I suppose, because I don't really, feels like it just sort of came out to take advantage of that situation and yeah um, i mean I, I i joked but i really do feel like there was an opportunity here to kind of go after um you know the actual generational conflict that a lot of korean american families are experiencing you know there there is a shift in culture that happens you know when you come from another country and then come to you know from one country to another and have to assimilate in any capacity yeah, you know, so it's like I really feel like the the main character, Sandra O's character, Amanda. You know, the the typical Korean culture is like that the kids are beholden to the parents, like they're basically they're born to serve the parents, um, and so on and so forth, and that's how it goes. And then coming to you know the U.S., where there's far more like independence, you know, not just of girls but just children in general. And so she's kind of like getting it on both ends, you know, because she was beholden to her mother, but then she has a kid who's not beholden to her, and she's kind of like represents this stuck in the middle of it, you know, this transition, feeling that conflict. And people that would see her as like trying to uphold the old ways, which are potentially strict or abusive, things like that, I guess you could like say like, okay, you know, that they would demonize or look at her as the monster in a, in a bad way, you know? So I, I feel like maybe that was the only theme of the movie was yeah. the generational conflict thing but that's it that's yeah. what i got i mean the acting's good um obviously the acting, i think that's one of the yeah, that was one of my what's good about this movie yeah. is i think everybody every single actor is is great yeah well sandra O played the main character amanda uh and then her daughter um what was her daughter's name river phoenix no wait um <laughs> it was river <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fivel Stewart is Chrissy. And then uh, Dermot Mc... Uh, what the hell is his last Dermot name? Dermot guy. Dermot McWhite guy, yeah. Mc, Der- Mc Mulroney or something like that. Mul- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dermot, McMur- uh, Dermot Mulroney. If Mulroney, I'm saying, I might, yeah. I might be, yeah, I might be butchering it. But everybody kind of like knows who he is. Everyone knows him, but yeah. 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 I think he was in yeah, Friends. He, he was in himself. Friends, right? Wasn't he like, one of, like Rachel's boss or something like that? Or co- like rival co-worker for a while? He was. Oh, yeah, definitely. He was on Friends. I forgot about that. He's in a lot of stuff. And I think he was a leading guy in a few movies like uh, The Family Stone. And I think I saw him get killed in some FBI movie. <laughs> He's like, that's me, Mom. I'm so proud. Um, <laughs> it's like I got stabbed in the back or something like that. Yeah. There's not a lot of characters because uh, the main character, Amanda, she, she's, she's like she's in the middle of nowhere. Like she doesn't she has an allergy to electricity, you know, which was a thing you know i kept trying to think when the fuck did i see this before when did a character have an allergy to electricity yeah. <laughs> and it took me a minute to figure it better call saul did you watch yeah that exactly yeah, yeah. And i was like i know i and saw it this. manifested the same way that like yeah. 
other people would show those around them it wasn't real by like showing the electricity near them when they didn't know and they wouldn't have a reaction to it yeah um that's a good show we yeah it's should, much better we, than this we should have a podcast on medical so uh, did you watch did you watch the new season yet no i have i haven't caught up with four yet i know oh. it's on yeah okay. i know it's on netflix yet so now don't uh yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm always way behind on it because I feel like they release it on Netflix like two or three years after release. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That, it's know, a little bit crazy. Yeah, it's actually one of the shows that I really like keep up with, and it's not a lot that I do. Usually I watch it like after the fact when it's over, whatever the case may be. I actually kind of watch that when it's on, and um, like I'll buy the season digitally and just kind of watch it that way because I don't have cable. Um, yep. And so I'm I'm up to date with it, but actually this year I know it's like the last season. They're splitting it up. They're doing like. I think a couple episodes from now until like May, and then the last couple episodes like July, June or July. I'm not sure when, and they'll finish it up. It's like slightly longer season, but broken into two parts. Drag it out like Attack on Titan. Yeah, I, I know think about Breaking Bad did that too. I think that was the last yeah. season they, they did like a split up, um, and The Sopranos did it too. Uh, so a lot, a lot, of, a lot of big shows do that when they when they're ending, I suppose. But um, I kind of like it a little bit more than Breaking Bad in a way. I don't know if that's like I don't think it's people, but. Yeah, it's not as dark and depressing. It's you know, as, it's more yeah. engaging. It's not as fantastical either, because Breaking Bad has some like pretty like outlandish plots. Yeah, you know, there's like some pretty big things that happen there, and some things are like, oh, far fetched. You know, like little actiony. I don't really get like mm-hmm. this is more of like a straight drama, for the most part. Yeah, I, I definitely have enjoyed the first three seasons, and I've never been disappointed with it. So, yeah. we're looking forward to it. Yeah, man. But anyway, um, you know, like uh, there, there's, there's <laughs> like the last podcast, we learned the um, Korean word for Rubik's Cube, which is Rubik's Cube. <laughs> 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 the Korean word for Rubik's Cube is actually Mella. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> it's a block. Block. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, there's a lot better out there, obviously, right now. Yeah. Besides as... the acting, I, also, I did like uh, in like in the third act where they kind of went into the cultural bits, you know, like the sure. burial rite in particular. Um, that's what I was able to learn about from a friend of mine in, in more detail. It's called, uh, they said it in the movie, it's called Jessa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like, it can be a little bit more involved where they set up all the food and the liquor and stuff. And then, um, but it was cool because like, they'll like kneel and, 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 you know, exit the room, kneeling out of the room. And then, um, they close the door for a while and just leave the thing in there for a while. And then they, they open the door to like, let the spirits in and then they go in and they eat with the spirits. So it's a, it is like kind of like creepy ghost thing. Um, there's no actual possession. <laughs> yeah, well, right, because like the threat in the movie. I mean, I guess besides like just well, there's 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 some like drama and conflict between the mother and the daughter, but the real like bigger threat or I guess source of scares is Amanda's mother, who is Uma, right? It, uh, Uma, which yeah. I, it, it means mom. Is that? Yeah, it I'm just assuming, means mom. Right? It's like yeah, yeah, okay. the, yeah, like people. It just means like like mama, you know. Because they didn't really give her actual name. It was just Amanda's mom. But like, and then like the oh, name, okay, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't give her a name. I guess like I at first I thought maybe that was her name, and then like the way they were using, it, I'm like, oh, it must just mean mother. And then I saw okay. it, that it that it did, and then I kind of forgot. And then I asked you, and you confirmed it. I'm like, all right, cool. I feel like 
I don't yeah. feel like an asshole anymore. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, like I said, it, a, a good-looking movie, you know, a good act, had good acting in it. It was a good-looking yeah. film. There were some parts that visually, but, like, I felt like it was really dark in some parts, like, yeah. literally not in the good kind of dark. Like, I was like, what the fuck am I seeing here? You know, and I... I don't know. It was like too much sometimes to where I couldn't really tell what was going on. But I mean, it went with the idea that they couldn't have electricity, so they had to use candlelight. And it was trying to set, create tension for the jump scares because it was these cheap attempts at jump scares that didn't really pay off. But That was a big criticism for the film. A lot of reliance on jump scares, which has like been played out for like a good two decades at this point. Like, as all this elevated horror, like, that's sort of what they do. Like, it's mostly ghost stories with, like, jump scares, you know. You think of things like The Conjuring and, like, things that are like that, which is many, many clones at this point. But, you know... But I, it didn't uh, even have any interesting jump scares, no, like, no. you know, like, that were, like, set up really well. It was all very predictable. Like, you can tell when something was coming, like, it's almost like when you're listening to a, to a techno song and you know when the break's about to come, you know, it's just like... <laughs> It was it was very much like and here it comes and boom yeah there's jump scares yeah, okay was, I mean, everything was kind of telegraphed I mean or not because like the jump scares didn't work for me not because I felt like they were too predictable but it was because I wasn't paying attention so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like problem solved you know yeah um, yeah but production wise it's a it's a good looking movie because you know it's a new movie it was well put together yeah obviously there's you know some some flaws i guess with like the the darkness of it all i didn't really notice it too much but i'll take your word for it um it might have just have been to... the, like because i had the lights on not you know because i was doing other things you know it might have been that maybe if i watched it now <laughs> as i would any other horror movie with the lights out and you know at night you know but i just i think i started to and i was just like oh yeah <laughs> i was like <laughs> Like I, I think in our in our let the right one in, I talked about like, hey, when I watch a movie, I give it my full attention. I'm not playing on my phone. Or yeah, and now it's one episode later. I was like 15 minutes in. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I, but I have to watch. Like, it's a movie I probably would have just walked away from if we hadn't committed to doing this. Well, right. That that's the thing. And and you know what? Honestly, I don't think it's a big deal to talk about like some things that are just like. You know, we we go we you know we go on the podcast a lot, and we kind of talk about especially like ours. Um, we talk a lot about uh, movies that are just so great, you know, and we kind of go on on about it, which, yeah. which is you know, which is good, sure. you know. But but you know, sometimes movies are just kind of like, or or we talk about movies that are like really terrible, you know. I know me and Justin have a couple of those, but sometimes it's just like, all right, this movie is just whatever, you know what I mean? And this is kind of why yeah. it's whatever. And could it have been better? I guess everything could be better. Uh, you know, it's it's newer movie. It, yeah. it did kind of get a mainstream uh, release. Where, you know, people did see the posters often enough. It wasn't, like, something that was, like, oh, it's a Shutter exclusive that, like, nobody really saw. You know, it was... No, I was looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, yeah. And I was, too. Because I heard it wasn't great. But I never go by that. Because there's been a lot of movies that fucking tanked. And I'm like, I love this movie. So I never go by that, you know? Um, Especially when it's horror movies. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I always feel like people kind of rate them a little harshly. Like, what are you comparing it to, right? There's so many different subgenres of horror. So, like, how do you know I like... I don't like that slashers yeah. never get a good review like even some of the best ones of the 80s still have like Rotten Tomatoes scores that are like 20% it's like no it's fucking amazing <laughs> you know it's like yeah. it's, just, it's just not yeah, a fucking, yeah it's just not let the right one in yeah <laughs> so 
<laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I was like, yeah, we were like, you and I were chatting back and forth, like, you know, throughout the last couple of weeks. And we're like, man, just talk about it anyway. Cause like, whatever. I think while I was watching it, I was like, this is so bad. I just kept texting <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> and I had already watched it. And I was just like, I fucking know, man. You were like, like, I know. I know. But it was like an hour and I'm like, oh my God, it's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There but... was some stuff I wanted to talk about. Like, that was really just like, shoehorned into the movie okay. um you like just, you do so like, much work <laughs> yeah i know i just like no it just like it bothered me because like there's for example like the, the nine-tailed fox that just shows up yeah it was weird right it's so like they were like hey and uh this is a thing in yeah, korean yeah. folklore let's add this in but right. it served no purpose and i was like well Let's let's think if it was just a regular fox that was killing the chickens. I was like, but then who cares? So this whole chicken dying <laughs> subplot was just to show that one really bad CGI shot of the yeah. nine-tailed fox. Like, yeah. come on. And then when he says like he's like, oh, my knees hurt. I feel like I'm turning into my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god. But this is here's the thing. I didn't really pick up on all these things. I wasn't paying enough attention. Like I saw the yeah. fox, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" So like the only thing I had heard of the nine-tailed fox, um, yeah, basically from playing like League of Legends because they introduced the character Ari when they um, what was it pronounced Adi when they introduced a uh, Korean League of Legends servers, and I found out like it's like it has to eat like it has to seduce men and eat their guts like a thousand like a thousand times or something, and then it, it transforms into a human or something. It's a pretty interesting like myth. Um, it had nothing to do with this movie. You know, they were just like, <laughs> <"Rah!"> <laughs> uh, I mean, and even even the lamp as a torture device, right? Like, I mean, just so you know, like Korean people, like many cultures, have historically disciplined their children physically. You know, yeah. this is there's a it's not unique to Korean culture, but they don't electrocute them with lamps. I feel like it was just like a reason to try to introduce. This fear of electricity, thus, like this, this resistance to technology and modernization. You know, right? No, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree because I have to. I don't. <laughs> I'm relying no. on you. <laughs> no, yeah, I really did like how when the the bees went up on the window that they made the Wu Tang symbol, like the killer bees. <laughs> oh Christ Almighty! I don't remember there being like a big, like a big mainstream Korean horror movie. Um, I mean, maybe if you count Parasite, but that's more of like, that's not really a horror movie, right? What about, uh, The Host? I mean... I, I don't... Mainstream where it was... The like monster in, movie, you, yeah. Yeah, but like U.S. theaters? Now, but that was a while ago. This this is during like the Korean explosion, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, that just sounds disgusting. Yeah, that's a <laughs> explosion. weird choice of words. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with it. I don't care. Yeah, I could edit it, but I'm just not going to because I. No, it's I, I'm gonna lazy. It's not like something after. happened. It just sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but I think knock since... on wood. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I'll bump the mic. Um, yeah. So <laughs> there's a there hasn't really been anything that I could think of since like you know Korean uh, culture became like uh, quite a thing in the last couple of years really that was hitting the mainstream theaters uh, in terms of horror. But there's some fucking great korean horror movies like a lot of asian horror movies are like pretty out there and pretty different and somewhat intense like a couple of them anyway i remember a movie i wanted to, and i wanted to bring it up because um i kept thinking about a good korean horror movie when i was watching this and it was like one of my fa one of my favorite like horror movies for from the 60s the housemaid 
Have you ever seen it? Um, it's hard to find. No. Yeah, The Housemaid came out in 1960, and um, God, it was a fucked up movie. You know, it, like one of those things that, uh, and, and I've seen quite a few like Asian horror flicks that focused on like domestic violence and abuse as like the key component to the horror aspect, you know, or like a catalyst of it. Um, like especially like if you've seen like The Grudge and stuff like that, those movies are sadistic you know it was japanese but yeah um but the housemaid uh was supposedly part of a trilogy but i didn't see the other movies and they're supernatural though no no i mean yeah, yes and no i don't want to say anything about it um i went into it completely blind completely blind and i'm okay. like kind of thinking like you know we saw this movie and like maybe like at some point you could watch this and we'll talk about it because it's actually a really really good movie what um, am i like the foreign film guy now come on <laughs> oh wow i didn't even think about that <laughs> i'm like jeez can I watch one movie where I don't have to read, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to read Uma. Yeah, yeah apparently, like that was the was one of uh, <laughs> one of Min's criticisms of Uma was the the uncle character. She was like, "Yeah, I think he's like Korean second language. Like <laughs> he speaks bad Korean. Like he over enunciates." I was like, really? "Like they have him in there for thirty seconds? I'm not and they couldn't get a native Korean speaker?" <laughs> I'm not shocked at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I just thought it was funny. Like, it's not necessarily, we don't know his background, but it was just like, it was a funny thing that, like, she was like, he over enunciates. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. What does she think of it? Oh, it was bad. Yeah. Okay. I mean, universally, people just sort of trash the movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just the idea that, I mean, there's a lot to talk about there that didn't, you know, not about the movie, but about what the movie could have been. Everyone says the same thing. It's like the acting was really great, and, uh, but the, the script sucked. And, the horror aspects of it were unnecessary. It's just yeah. there's is good source material, you know, the, the the because it's a it's a very big topic of conversation right now. This these generational conflicts, these transitions, and and everything that spills over from that. And I feel like it just did not come together. Yeah, it's you know honestly, it's it's something that I, I'm not necessarily going to recommend anybody see. Um, nope. It's just some movies just miss the mark, and it is what it is. You know, uh, I think the only people that this would really be for. Is if like you're just really, really like curious about this type of horror film. If something about the trailer or about the concept sounds appealing to you, then check it out because just because most people don't like it, including us, doesn't mean that you might not. Obviously, somebody liked it. You know, I'm sure a grouping out there likes this movie quite a bit, and I could see that. It just wasn't for me. I found it very, very boring. Um, and obviously, if you're a big fan of any of these actors or actresses, then maybe that's something that's going to grab your attention. I was like, oh, I just see everything with so and so in it, you know? Um, yeah, I could see an audience, but I don't know. I don't. I, honestly, I have nothing else to say about this movie. I, I feel like I would just be trashing it, and it, it wasn't even like I tried to come up with some jokes for it. Like I don't know. I had the Dr Pepper joke, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I had um, my 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 Doctor Evil joke, so yeah. it's very. <laughs> medical movie i'm taking it out um so yeah so everybody check out better call saul it's a great show it's got, <laughs> it's got uh, yeah. Yeah. i mean that sincerely and uh yeah obviously you know if the movie sounds interesting to you then you know go watch it but to be honest with you it's very boring and yeah. um you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple other things this month that uh, came out in the last few months you know since january i guess basically and this was kind of the one that was like, yeah, pretty low in the poll where I was like wanting to pull out. But I'm like, ah, you know what? We'll just talk about a boring movie. Nothing wrong with that. Um, it's fine. They can't all be winners. You yeah, know? of course. Well, um, some of the movies that we're talking about are a little bit, um, well, they're a little bit better, actually. Matt, you got the 
it's a shitty one so i'm very sorry yeah yeah well i chose it i was like because katie and i wanted to watch it and we were like we were looking forward to it and i even heard like before i heard any reviews or anything and then um so what you're telling me is that this is all your wife's fault basically yes basically it's on her yeah, it's it. okay. She she doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. So. <laughs> oh, I mean it real. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a deep cut. <laughs> I'm gonna get a text at some point a few weeks from now. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, oh, and it's gonna be like way, way, way later on. <laughs> it came out in May. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna talk about some other stuff, obviously, this month. And I don't know, I got I got nothing else. Obviously, um, I think we said everything there is to say about uh, a movie that's just kind of ho hum. And um, I, I don't I... know if you've uh, seen. Uh, just in the past, like forty eight hours, I started seeing that they're they remade a Firestarter. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's right. They are. Um, I think it's coming out on Peacock. Yeah, is it is it gonna be a show? No, it's a movie. It's a it's a remake okay. of the movie uh, with yeah. Zac Efron, and I don't remember who else was in it. I think it looked pretty cool. I was like, oh, yeah. you know, like, so I, I'm actually looking forward to that. Yeah, I you know the original Firestarter was with uh, Drew Barrymore, and I don't really yeah. remember that movie. I know it was. I, I remember liking it, but I don't remember like a lot about it. Uh, so I'm, I might no, I haven't seen it since the '80s. Yeah, I might rewatch them both. Well, rewatch that would be a fun back to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can maybe we can pull that off. Maybe uh, you know if it's if, if it's worth talking about. I don't want to have another like boring uh, or nothing kind of thing. But if it's decent, yeah, that might be not, that might be not, not a bad idea. Or at least talk about the original. You know, there was there was another thing I wanted to talk about that uh, I didn't really have an opportunity to. But I might as well with you because we did the um, our first episode was on the fly. David Cronenberg has got a new like body horror movie coming out. Really? Yeah, and it was a trailer that just dropped recently for it. Uh, the movie's called Crimes of the Future, and god damn, it looks good. Like, it just mm. looks like hardcore Cronenberg. It's going to be a movie that disturbs a lot of people, I think. It's the trailer alone had a lot of imagery that was very fucking uncomfortable to look at. Um, I think just in the past 24 hours, I saw or heard something about this, but I didn't know what it was. It was a Crimes of the Future, whatever, you know? But... Oh yeah, that's what it was. They have a, a, a. I saw on my on my phone like earlier today. They have a. What are those rated R trailers called? Like Redline or something like that? Or yeah, I don't know, yeah it was a rated a, a red band. Yeah, red, red band. a red band trailer. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out. Check the trailer out then, because it's actually pretty pretty cool looking. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, and uh, I'm I'm excited about that. I definitely want to talk about that movie when it comes out. That's pretty much all. I think we have to say. Uh, yeah, I yeah. would not recommend Uma. Yeah. Same. Just to be very clear. I, I'm sure that's abundantly clear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the length of the podcast alone is abundantly clear. Yeah. So, it's, um, yeah. I could just tell by the way you said hello from the beginning. It was like, hey, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Let's um, talk about Amma. Uh, All, right. All right. Good talk. But thanks for having me. It's fun talking. <laughs> no, it's always a good... <laughs> oh, we'll give you a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll catch you soon. And uh, guys, check us out on social medias. The SoMeds. And fucking good night. Good night. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. I'm a I've suck- never seen the notebook. I'm a sucker for those raw relationship movies, you know, like that, that get just fucking, you know, real. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, I saw that. That's movie. actually going to be our next podcast. <laughs> yeah. Joe's um, closeted shows. 
We'll just call it Joe's Closet. Yeah, right. A special segment. <laughs> Here's the things that uh, make him cry. Uh, hey, guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth. We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you that's need to me. do... Oh, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at Sexy Vampire Teeth Pod. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can't. I'm off the stuff. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites. And make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. <laughs>